It also just kind of sounds like the whitest musical on Broadway right now. Honestly, so. but more than Neil Diamond? I mean, diamonds aren't always white. Hello, and welcome to episode 85 of Theater Nerds. I'm your host, Rachel Jones. And I'm your other host, Taylor Reed. Theater Nerds is a podcast about our obsessions with theater, where we will explore all aspects of theater, musicals, and everything in between. This podcast is not set up to be a deep dive into technique or theater history, but we're hopeful that no matter if you're an enthusiast like us, or if you've only seen your pumpkin spice latte's production of Harry Potter and the Cursed Child Jr., you'll enjoy this podcast. So cue the orchestra and come nerd out with us. Lingarden Liviosha. Is that what it is? I don't know. <laughs> yes. Yes, okay. In case you guys, that's what I thought. That's what it's I thought. Leviosa. Leviosa. Yeah, yeah. In case you guys didn't know, you can find us on all major podcast platforms and in all major Starbucks with our pumpkin spice lattes. <laughs> <laughs> That is right. You can also yeah. find us on the Hogwarts Express being played <laughs> through their speakers. True. Yeah, at all times. And it's a contractual obligation. Yeah. It absolutely is. Yeah. We have a contract with them. Warner Brothers uh, you... not a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> you can leave us a star rating and review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and that helps other witches, wizards, and theater lovers find well, us to listen to. Yeah. Contrary to popular belief, Harry Potter is a big theater nerd. <laughs> he is. As we know, because he's starring really? in Merrily We Roll Along this fall. I know. Honestly, yeah. I bet you I bet you Hogwarts did amazing musicals. If the yeah. singing frogs, toads had anything to say mm-hmm. about it, just saying, right. like... A very Potter musical. That's what they did, obviously. The crossover between Harry Potter and their spring production of Spring Awakening Jr. Just, it's amazing. I'm here for it. Yeah. Well. I know. Uh, To find out more, Voldemort would not like Spring Awakening. (laughs) (laughs) To find out more about the Theater Nerd cult, check us out at theaternerdpod.com. Or you can also find us on Instagram and threads at theaternerdpod. And on Facebook at theaternerdpodcast. In today's episode, we're discussing our fall theater preview. All right, Rachel, here we are. Here we are. Happy Monday. 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 Yes. Do you, I mean, listen, people don't normally like Mondays, but I hope our show provides you with a little jolt of energy in the morning. Yes, a I'm jolt, a, a, if you will. Yeah, a, jo- a jaunt, a jaunt. <laughs> a loop, Mondays are just hard. I feel like we're just kind of mm-hmm. like trying to make it through the time, but I don't know. We're just. I actually sometimes don't like Tuesdays because I feel like mm, it's yeah. like Monday. You're like high off the weekend. You're like, yeah, I'm gonna do like this is the the first day of the week. Here we go, and then Tuesday comes and you're like, well. Uh, the the weekend's so far away and then like Wednesday you're like yay hump day and then Thursday you're like oh Friday's tomorrow it's great and then yeah but Tuesday you have nothing to look forward to I feel like we could do a musical about the days of the week (laughs) 
and yeah. as if they were sitting mm-hmm. down in therapy. That's like, interesting. I feel like this will be mm-hmm. a good musical. Anyway, mm-hmm. we'll table it for later. Yeah, trademark. Don't steal. Trademark. From us. Yeah. <laughs> if you do, please yeah. give us some money. Well, we'll have to get our lawyers involved is really what we're, <laughs> we're trying to say. That's what we're if that happens. To. Yeah. If yeah. we see Weekday, the musical. <laughs> is what, I don't know. Tentative title. It's Or actually, it's really the <laughs> untitled works. Rachel Jones and Taylor Reed project. It's really the what untitled. it is. <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, we have oh, some wow. fun stuff, Broadway stuff to talk about today. And, yeah. and of course... We're doing our fall theater preview. Fall, listen, last year oh. we did this. Our this is our quarterly episode, which I really yes. love doing. It's very fun. Yeah. Um, fun. And but last year we did this a little bit earlier, but this year we're doing it right when the real we're very close to the first day of or did the first day of fall already happen? I think it's next week. As it? this is out, as this is coming out, yes, it has already happened. Yes. As we're recording this, it is not yet fall. Right. Right. So that's why yeah. we did it. We know the PSLs have been around for a month, but still. And we know that Playbill scooped our story already about <laughs> what's yes, coming they to did. Broadway. They did. But see, last time we were Broadway.com. Yeah. That's right. So yeah. I just want the record to reflect that correctly. But we're just trying to be more accurate with the solstice season. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So anyway, before we get to all of that, we got to do our appetizer. Rachel, what's your appetizer this week? Oh, ooh. Um, I don't even Maybe know. What do you think our appetizer some, should be? Some like garlic bread? Garlic bread. Ooh, garlic knots. Yeah. Garlic knots. That's right. That's yeah. our appetizer this week yeah. because we got to talk about our What's the Buzz segment. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. That's right, where we dance and no one can see us. Yeah. Uh, dance it's like no one's time. watching. <laughs> one day when we do a live show, petition here, comment in our link. Petition our, our link. <laughs> yeah, in the show notes for a petition the... to get us a live show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really important petition. Like, you know, there's all those ones to like... <laughs> Pay oh, for sorry. I don't know dance or something, yeah. and then yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean you know yeah, let the people speak. A... That's what I'm saying. Give them a platform. <laughs> Give them a. Oh man, Rachel's killing it tonight. That's all I gotta Thank say. She's, Thank you. I think yeah. Taylor's just delusional from having a child that he thinks That's I'm funny, true. but yeah, maybe that is it. Blame yeah. Eli. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. I'm gonna yeah. thank him. <laughs> Um, this is our weekly segment where we talk about current Broadway theater news and yes. lots to discuss fun things. Although first we have to start out on a sad note because Tony winning actor Michael McGrath has passed away at age 65, which is so young. That is very um, young. And I had a couple, I think like Josh Gad and I think a couple other theater people posted about him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So he was a um, respected man in the business. And a lot of comments are saying how kind and how very talented he was. I don't know if I ever heard of, like, have seen him in anything or heard of anything he's been in. But we want to honor his legacy today with that as well. So that's our first bit of news. Our second one, speaking of Josh Gad, like I said, mm-hmm. I mean, these this is so exciting. I... Ah! 
And actually, before we started recording, Rachel <laughs> informed me of the very exciting but sad news for me because I really wanted to go as well. But it's okay. It's you know, it's all I'm gonna see it someday. Okay, to be yeah. clear, I didn't yeah. excommunicate him. Yeah, it's true. It's from true. The, it's not Rachel's. The... It's really Rachel's parents' fault. I really should blame yeah. them. Yeah. 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 Barb and Tim. <laughs> what we're talking about because it's all sounding like code right now. <laughs> true sorry yeah is gutenberg the musical started their previews they had their their invited dress rehearsal this past week and all these photos have come online rachel and her parents are going to see gutenberg in uh thanksgiving so if you're there go uh go up to rachel and say hey i listen to theater nerds i'm gonna wear a (laughs) Um, theater nerds pin or something so you know it's me you should yeah yeah on the back of your shirt you're gonna in our shop i'm the host Link yeah. here. You're gonna so you're gonna wear a shirt with a QR code or a, a sign with a QR code to our website and be like, I host theater nerds. Yeah, love that. Uh, I love it. But this is so ex- obviously with Andrew Reynolds and Josh Gad back on Broadway. So many articles like New York Times and so many articles Vogue. of them together. Vogue. I know. And then also we got the kind of exciting news, which neither Rachel and I knew about, of these like special guests that are coming to the show every night. Is it? I, I assume it's crazy? every night. It looks like it's every night. I mean, we had, yeah. and they wear this produce this hat at the end that says producer. So I wonder if they're just right. in at the end. You know, it looked like Cynthia Arrivo and um, jo- um, Jonathan Groff, who were the two guests mm-hmm. back to back have a piece of yeah. paper which makes to me seems that that's something like they haven't memorized it it's kind of like maybe a little bit of improv as well and mm-hmm. I so think there is a lot of improv in this show i'm sure there I'm is sure. Yeah. yeah but mm-hmm. the photos of cynthia reveal first of all she's gorgeous She's amazing. Cannot wait for her to hit the movie. Alphabet screen. herself. Yes. <laughs> also, okay, wait, pause since we're talking about Cynthia Revo and Wicked. Yeah. You know what I realized the other day is that Wicked should have just asked for like a 12 day, because didn't they, they only had like 10 days of filming left. They should have just negotiated with SAG to be like, hey, we need like 12 more days and then we're done. Like that's what yeah. they should have done. I once again I will know. say, I think that maybe now we're just going to get a pro shot of Wicked. <laughs> Right. Well, I'm sure John Chu, if they only had 10 days of filming, he's probably just editing right now. That's all he's doing. Yeah. So. Yeah. But it is, yes, Cynthia Revo looks amazing in these photos. And then Jonathan Groff's just, you know, being himself looking. Gosh, he looks so, much so cute. I know. I know. Uh, I know. And they look like they're having so much fun on stage. And mm-hmm. I just feel like this show is so cute. And it was funny. They sat down with um, someone and did an interview about whether, like, or not they're how they're going to deal when one of them wins a Tony versus the other. Right. And it was just a right. whole bit, but it was so mm-hmm. cute. And, Who do you think? Um, I think Josh Gad would win over Andrew if we're saying anything. Cause I think he's, he's the Nathan Lane, right. Of the two. I don't I mean, in, in terms of this show, I don't really know, you know, True. what, what they're both bringing to the table here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that they would be co. What they said is they want to be co-nominated, like Alice. Oh, Alice oh, Ripley. Yeah, yeah, and Emily um, Skinner. Emily and, Skinner from in, um, in, um, Sideshow, right? Side, right. yes, exactly. Well, or like, so. or like the Billy Elliots in Billy Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. a special yeah, right. Tony. Honestly, so that'd we'll be see. amazing. No, the Billy Elliots won their own Tony. They didn't win a special. Yeah, that's Tony. true. That's the Matildas right. won a special. The Matildas Tony. were the special yeah. Tony. You're yeah. right. 
which is crazy and they should have been nominated in my opinion yeah once um, again sexism that would be amazing but i also think um it would be funny if like andrew reynolds have been it has been in so many broadway shows and been nominated and the first and then josh gad comes back after book of mormon and then he wins a tony <laughs> over him <laughs> but we we all know that that's not gonna happen because someone else is gonna win this tony but Who's it probably won't tony? be brian darcy james oh right i'm thinking it's one right. of the other people that we haven't talked about that started their previews this week oh right right yeah mm-hmm. um well let's talk about this there's another show coming to broadway this season it's very vague when it's coming it doesn't say anything but i think it's in the spring in spring it's in the spring. Okay. It, okay. But it is the is. heart of rock and roll. Yes. Another which jukebox is a, musical. A, right. I was going to say a jukebox musical yeah. with who? Do you know who? Well, the music is inspired. It's inspired by music of Huey Lewis and the news. Oh. Um, which is exciting. It's actually playing at the Old Globe Theater right now um, from September 6th through. Uh, October 21st So um, If you are anywhere I believe the Old Globe is in San Diego But yes another We'll see how this one does I mean as we talked about Last week Neil Diamond is like Charting the Broadway charts right now So So My favorites are yeah, My favorites are why are there multiple jukebox Musicals on Broadway running at the same time With the same artists and the same songs Yeah (laughs) Yeah. A comment on on um on our ever loving yeah broadway world yeah broadway world um another Uh, angel led weber musical is coming back to london the london stage starlight express the one we all needed will be returning to london in 2024 (laughs) um uh, again one of the comments do you see this rachel it says hasn't hasn't the world gone through enough in the last three years (laughs) I'm dead. No. People are literally savage online. So savage, Mikey. and I love it so much. Oh my gosh. And then we our next big news, we have some casting. Daphne yes. Ruben Vega from Rent, the original cast of Rent, and Tim Daly from Madam Secretary. Did you ever watch Madam Secretary? No, but these it's the like, two of them together is wild to yeah. me. Yeah, these pictures of them are they look like very good together, I gotta say. Um Tim, uh, Madam Secretary is like my wife's like favorite show, and I always make fun of her because I'm like only seven year olds watch CBS shows, only seven year, and she's like it's such a good show, and I'm like okay. <laughs> um, anyway, they're gonna lead the night of iguana of the iguana, excuse me, off Broadway <laughs> this December, um, which I hope one of them dresses like an iguana. <laughs> is there singing involved that. in this? I think it's just a play. I'm guessing it's just a play. Yeah. Yeah. Well, interesting. Mm -hmm. I'll be intrigued to hear what's happening, what goes on. Well, maybe I don't know. It's it's based on. Oh, it's a it's a Tennessee Williams play. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Clearly, we need to read more plays. Get the play back back in here. True. Opening December seventeenth and running through February twenty fifth. And she put a little lizard uh, emoji on her announcement, which I love. It's so, so cute. That's so funny. <laughs> uh, very exciting. Uh, Rachel, tell our, our 
theater nerds what our next bit of news is. This past week, um, our favorite musical, or maybe the favorite musical of the season, Time Will Tell, uh, <laughs> Merrily We Roll Along started its previews with Daniel Radcliffe, Jonathan Groff, Lindsay Mendez, and more. Katie and Rose Clark, as we've you. said. Which was really. I just. I wait for have you ever like followed her life? It's so cool. She's so. Great. No, but have I ever followed her life? No, yeah, I need you to know follow I mean. her life on social, her social media. media life. No, I need to. Uh, uh anyway, it's Stephen we Sondheim's to the world. Merrily We Roll Along. <laughs> and you know, crazy because yeah. it was it was here and then it's back for mm-hmm. a limited run that now extended. And so. this is this. Oh no, we maybe looked this up last week. This is not the first time it's been on Broadway. It's been on Broadway no. before, correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I thought I thought I keep thinking for some reason I thought this was one of his shows that was only off Broadway, but no. Okay, it's been on Broadway yeah. before. Yeah. But it wasn't met with any praise, right, when it first not opened? Not really. Yeah, I don't yeah. think so. We are. Yeah. I mean, I, I saw the clips of them taking their bows and just wept, basically. Mm-hmm. They yeah. love each other so much. I think mm-hmm. this is one of the best parts about what what maybe we're going to talk about this in a minute when we talk about our fall preview. But one of my favorite parts about the two shows we mentioned having their first previews is just it feels like the people love each other and love what they do. And that makes it so much more fun to watch. And love the theater. Like, that's re- what I mean. Really love a lot. what they do. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. And again, yeah. I will forever and always talk about the movie version that we will get in 20 years <laughs> always uh always. with uh paul mescal beanie feldstein and ben platts um we'll, it's paul we'll mescal for me Not gonna yeah lie. and and jason blum is producing who does a lot of horror movies so i'm wondering why he's, he's producing. so interesting and um yeah it's it's interesting richard linklater who's the director did the movie boyhood which i don't know if you've seen rachel but um it's, but I really enjoy that movie. Yeah, it it's weird. very interesting. Weird, it's just, but good. It's yeah. yeah, and and Ben and Beanie are like, I, I wish, I almost wish they would, they had just waited and done this with Jonathan Groff, Jamie Radcliffe, and Lindsay Mendez, but yeah, you know, I don't. And also, Paul Mescal was not originally casted. They casted um, Blake Jenner, but then. He was canceled apparently, and then they recasted. Um, I did things I didn't know. Paul Mescal, so exciting. Um, we also got a first look at the full cast for Stranger Things: The First Shadow, um, which is a play coming to London, the London stages. Um, and these photos of the cast are really cute. I think they're mostly unknowns. Um, I, which I is, love. Um, I love that. Yeah, we love it. It reminds me of Harry Potter's cast because they were all pretty unknown. I was going to say Thirteen, out. the musical, but yes. Whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, same thing. Yeah, um, and this is set in 1959 in Hawkins. Um, so there's like a young James Hopper and um, young. Other characters. I've never seen Stranger Things, so. <laughs> what? Wait, we've talked about this because we've talked about Stranger Things, and I, I've never seen. Every yeah. time, it's a, it's a dagger in my heart, Taylor. <laughs> yeah. There's um, plenty of time to catch up while we're on strike. It's it's true. 
yeah, that new season's not going to come out for three more years, probably. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, some other um, sad news is Second Stage founder Carol Rothman um, will depart after 45 years. I'm sure maybe she just needs a break from the, you know, the founding life. <laughs> And Rachel is. I was gonna say, did she make a statement? Because I didn't, I didn't see it anywhere. No, I don't see any statement, and there's no comments on this Broadway World page. So, yeah. Our next bit of casting news: Richard Kind and John Owen Jones to lead Sondheim's. A funny thing that happened on the way to the forum in Paris. I didn't know so this cool. was happening. This I is know, crazy. I know. I didn't know either. But that's so exciting. I wonder who, I guess Richard Kind is probably playing the Nathan Lane part. Yes, I would assume. Yeah. 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 Um, he's such a funny actor. He is he's so crazy. Oh my gosh. I know. And the stories I've heard from other people talking about him are just hilarious. Um, so that's exciting. I love this show. So I, let's just keep reviving Sondheim shows. Sondheim. I know. Yeah. I feel bad that he had to die. This, I know. In order for all these things to be revived, but this is what, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Why <laughs> um, Van Gogh maybe, museum? So maybe so we'll I... get a double. If this is what I'm thinking, is if the Son the new Sondheim show transfers to Broadway this season, then maybe we'll get a new musical and a revival. Tony Wynn of a Sondheim show of Sondheim show. Literally shows. crazy. Ha- the, has yeah. that ever happened in the history Where, of any composer? I don't know. I don't That's think so. That's a really good question that we that should is. ask ourselves later. Yes. <laughs> and look yes. up. Peep next week at our episode where we'll look it up. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, that would be amazing. And that would be crazy. That would be crazy. Yeah. And sad because you wouldn't get to see it. I know. <laughs> um, so sad (laughs) so sad um one of the shows we're going to talk about today uh pearly victorious had their preview start and we get to got to see some first look photos which they look amazing we're going to talk about it later um but lynn manuel did go see it last night and his rave review of the show was amazing and i loved it so much (laughs) As we know, the sexy puppy of Broadway, Lynn Manuel. The sexy puppy of Broadway. I'm crying. Yeah. Yeah. Rachel, arguably, maybe the second to last biggest news that we're going to talk about. Tell them our our penultimate news item we're going to talk about today. Rob, oh, which one do you want to say? You want me to say this? No, yeah, you say this one. Okay, Robin Herder and Carrie Butler will lead mm. Smash the Musical. In the industry readings. So industry readings, which does mean that that doesn't necessarily mean cast. they're going to star in it. Exactly. Um, but, but as we what know that... the heck? Yeah. We do know that Mark Shaman and Scott Women are doing the music and Carrie Butler is like their muse. So like... It's always. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. It's very interesting. Robin Hunter Herder is the one that surprises me the most. You know, I... I'm here for it a little bit. I guess she's playing Megan Hilty's part. I, yes. And she, I feel like she's been teasing us for weeks, months, maybe even about this, even though that might not be true. It just feels like, mm-hmm. I don't know, but her coming from off of her or off her um, nomination from right. Moulin Rouge being needy. Right. 
And then, of so, course, being in your favorite show, A Beautiful Noise, show as yeah. Marshall Murphy, um, the iconic character, Marshall Murphy, who A Beautiful Noise celebrating 300 performances in Isn't August. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. It's wild. wild. Watch A Beautiful Noise is going to one day be like the longest running show on Broadway. And we're going to be like, what is happening? <laughs> I'm going to have to bury myself in it. Yeah. I just like, don't know. <laughs> okay, Rachel, now actually say our final bit of news. So our final bit of news is news that's existed yeah. before, but we're just going to name it. And then we're going to do a little bit afterward. Name it and claim it. <laughs> so Lauren Boebert was uh, removed from Beetlejuice the Musical Touring Edition. At a Denver mm-hmm. theater because of disruptive behavior, which included not only vaping, but also some sexual acts at Beetlejuice. And yeah. it was eventually shown to be caught on camera. And that footage was released this week, which is why it's been all over my yes. TikTok. Yes. And so Taylor and I would just yeah, like Lauren say, Bobert, for those who don't know, U.S. Oh, House yeah. Representative. Um, from Colorado's third district, Colorado, man. So, you know, really yeah. having a good time. I We won't say anything about her political beliefs because that's not what we're here to talk about. But what yeah. we will talk about is how we cannot believe that, well, first of all, this is definitely against all of my rules. Remember how when I said rules about the theater? This is definitely against it. Yeah. And Taylor and I thought well, it would be Filming her would have been against your rules, too. That's all But it was the camera from from the the, oh, the, the theater. Okay. Wow. So how did that get released then? That's what I want to know. Yeah. This week though, Taylor and I thought it'd be funny to name a few musicals we think would have been sexier and maybe more provocative in like thinking about uh having a sex act. Although we do not condone right. and would not say that that's appropriate yes. theater behavior, especially right. in public, it's against yeah. the law. All we're saying is no one wants to get off to Bee Gees. Beetlejuice. Yes. Bee Gees. Bee Gees. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much. <laughs> too much. Bee Gees. Oh, I can't. I can't. I'm so oh, sorry. Freudian slip is really what that was. I can't believe oh, that's amazing. All right, Ugh. Taylor. So give them. Uh, I'm going to name. Uh, you name one and I'll name one. And Well. we'll I mean, gosh, like the first one that comes to mind is, um, shoot, what's that? <laughs> oh, oh, no, no, no. You go, you go. Cause I can't think of the name of this. Okay. What's, I kind of think. Honestly, one that comes immediately to mind, Chicago. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that revival that Sutton Foster was in a couple of years ago? And she wore a blonde wig and wait, I'm a. <laughs> I need to look this up. I don't know. Also, yeah. uh, burlesque. Oh, burlesque. That's a good one. Maybe Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's um, not what I Cabaret. Yeah, Cabaret. Yeah, these are all good. These Mouvon are all really good. Rouge. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Neil uh, Diamond. Rocky... <laughs> <laughs> Rocky Horror Picture Show. The wild party. That's what I was thinking. The, the wild, wild party. party. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Literally, maybe even grease. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Gotta get those elbows greasing. I'm just saying, <laughs> there are just mm-hmm. so many other yeah. musicals. Spring Awakening, as we talked about. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe not I don't sexy. Know. That yeah. feels traumatic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we won't say much besides that, but really? 
is yeah. what my my thought process. We is. we don't condone any behavior that um goes absolutely on, not that goes on in Colorado. <laughs> yeah, we definitely don't yeah. uh, condone Warren. Oh my God! Wow. Wow. Okay, oh that's the bus. Well, uh, crazier things have happened in the theater, I guess. Maybe not. I don't know. I I have a feeling something like that has happened before. So it's wild. Yeah, but not doing Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. That's all. Yeah. Say it three times and he'll appear. You know, doesn't Beetlejuice like walk through the aisles during that show? Like, could you imagine if that was happening? And right, like I'm just saying, there's a lot of things going on. Like, and he like breaks the fourth wall a lot. So like, yeah. Wow. What a great note to end on (laughs) as we transition to our main course of shrimp scampi is what i'm (laughs) gonna say because we got our garlic knots and now we got our shrimp scampi (laughs) i like it if you're if you're just tuning into the show now this is where we just talk about food (laughs) welcome Um, to the the foods of the theater yeah what you should or should not eat in the theater while you're watching a show do not eat shrimp scampi popcorn why do they give people popcorn anyway this is a different episode yeah, true. So now we're going to talk about our fall theater preview for we're going to go through some Broadway stuff that's opening. We're going to go through some local stuff in our area. And um, I don't think we'll have time today, but we will link our the touring um, productions that are going through the country right now as well. Love it. So let's start. We already talked about this show, so we can quickly talk about this one. This um, it, the the first show we're going to talk about opening at the Music Box Theater, which we love. I've been there. It's a great theater. Very intimate. Been there. Yeah. Been there. Um, this is Pearly Victorious, or is it, what's the subtitle? It's like a a romp through the Cotton Ranch, Cotton something. I really should look this up. Oh, I can look so up. I, so I get that. Yes. This is the, uh, they had their first preview on September 7th. They're opening on the 27th. Um, so just a couple days from now, from when this is being released. Uh, and this is starring Leslie Odom Jr., of course, and Vanessa Bell Calloway, Billy Eugene Jones, um, lots of people. Um, it is directed by Kenny Leon and written by Ozzy Davis. And this is a comedy of a traveling preacher in the Dream Crow era South will receive the first Broadway revival. So it's a revival, which I didn't know. I thought it was a new play. but And it says Pearly Victorious, a non-Confederate romp through the cotton patch. There we go. That's, That's what funny. it is. Yeah, so I'm excited. I mean, we love. I would love if like if this show lasts the season and Leslie Odom Jr. gets a Tony nom I for think a play. Be, yeah, for a play, and then I maybe he he could win for a musical and a play. Love that. I love that. And um, people are saying his performance is amazing, so I'm excited to see how this um. Place, I, it's a limited run, isn't it? Am I wrong in that? I, I, I believe it is a limited run. Let me go back. Uh, it doesn't say how long. Hmm. Maybe it's not. All right, next we have Yaya's African Hair Braiding, which will be um, premiering at the Samuel J. Friedman Theater, preview starting September 12th and opening on October 3rd. Um, 
And this is starring um, lots of different people, but the one I see that I do want to talk about is Dominique Thorne, who um, people will know from Judas and the Black Messiah. And there was a Netflix movie she was in with Jamie Foxx that I'm forgetting the name of. But um, this is um, about a group of West African immigrant women working at a Harlem hair braiding salon. Um, So that's exciting. That'll be it looks cool. really good. Manhattan yeah. Theater Club. Did we say that already? MTC. We might have said it before in our buzz at some point, but yeah, super great. So check super that out. Great. We love them. Yeah. Um, and then next at Circle in the Square Theater, we have Melissa Etheridge, My Window, um, which I believe is a one-woman show. Is that correct? That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is Grammy and Oscar winner Melissa, Melissa Etheridge offers theater girls an evening and of storytelling and music from tales of her childhood in Kansas to groundbreaking career highlights. This is previewing September 14th. So it's already started previews opening on September 28th, which is just in a couple days, which is exciting. And we'll continue through November 19th. Great. I love yeah. that. I know. Super Crazy. exciting. I feel like yeah. that's good. Yeah. Sounds good. All right, Rachel, let's tell them about the next couple few, which are very exciting. Which we Well, are. the next one, which we've already talked about, has already started its previews at on September 15th at the James Earl Jones Theater, mm-hmm. starring none but Josh Gad and Andrew Rannells and their two amazing understudies, who might be who I see on Thanksgiving. True, true. Directed by Alex Timbers and writer Scott Brown and Anthony King, book, music, and lyrics. Um, it is the off-Broadway comedy musical that has existed before about two mm. people who wanted to make a musical about something and decided Gutenberg, Johannes Gutenberg, or however you say his first name, mm-hmm. uh, the, the guy who made the printing press is going to be the subject of their musical theater and chaos ensues. And so, yep. yeah, I'm, I think that obviously it's already gotten really good reception. Yeah. Um, I had a friend that literally saw back. it last night. Um, it was, yeah, last night and said that Josh Gad and Andrew Reynolds performance are legendary and that they give like, it, there's so much laughter in it that sometimes you're like overwhelmed and um, that it's Empty really your fun. Bladder before you sit down. Yeah. Yeah, and then it's really fun. So yeah, oh, super well, exciting. I believe this is playing through January. Is that I was right? gonna say it's a limited run as well, and we'll play. I think that's right. Oh, January twenty eighth. Twenty January twenty eighth is when it's closing. Okay. There we go. There we go. Perfect. Yes, um, our next show we also have talked about. Um, this is of course the opening at the Hudson Theater. Previews have already started, but it's opening on October 10th. This is the Sondheim revival, Merrily We Roll Along, which is the first, this is the first ever revival on Broadway of the show. Sondheim, Stephen Sondheim and George Firth's musical. Um, and it's basically about like three writers is what it's about right it's uh, from what i know i mean yeah but they're they're all like in the industry but they're also all friends struggling yeah struggling artists and be... it goes through like 
it goes through like 20 years of their life. Yes, it goes yeah. through 20 years of their life. And, um, you know, they kind of, one of them kind of falls in, there's a bit of a storyline about falling in love, but they end up just all being friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, and obviously because they walk through so much life together. Right. uh, Over the course of 20 years. Right. And uh, evening. Um, Yeah. Of course, starring Daniel Radcliffe, Jonathan Groff, Lindsay Mendez. Crystal Joy Brown, Katie Rose Clark, and Red Reg Rogers, um, directed by Maria Friedman. This is gonna—I mean, it extended its its run into March, so I wouldn't be surprised if it gets another extension. Yeah. To be honest, like it's gonna, yeah. This is the funny enough into the woods of this season. I feel like, which is so funny because it's that another song time. True. Yeah. Well, we're excited for that as well. Very, very excited. The next... Can you hear this? Only a little bit, not that oh, much. Okay, well, I can't get up. The next uh, thing that we're, pre- that we're previewing, LOL, that we're previewing well, we are previewing our fall yeah. preview, <laughs> yeah. that we'll be also previewing October 13th at the American Airlines Theater and opening officially on November 2nd. That is I Need That. Starring mm-hmm. Danny DeVito and his daughter, Lucy DeVito and Ray Anthony Thomas. I love with this. The writer, uh, Teresa Rebeck, as the mm. writer of this play. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also the at the Roundabout Theater or with the Roundabout Theater Company. I love that mm-hmm. Danny DeVito was like, if my daughter comes, I'll, I'll do it too. And this True. play is about uh, Danny DeVito's character, Sam who is facing eviction from his property unless he cleans it up. And there's a lot that, that goes on related to mm-hmm. his relationships. He's uh, a hoarder. That's what it yeah. says. He yeah. is a hoarder. Yes. Exactly. He needs everything. He needs that. He needs um, that. I need that. Yeah. Teresa Rebeck, for those that don't know, of course, creator of the show we talked about earlier, Smash, creator Crazy. of that show. So very exciting. She's back on Broadway doing a play, which is so fun. It is fun. Mm-hmm. And we love Danny DeVito. Yeah. Matilda's dad. Matilda's dad and his <laughs> daughter. Yes. Um, the next show is, mm. of course, of my favorite variety, the jukebox musical variety. Is it a jukebox? I don't think. I think it's original music. I don't think is it's it? Barry Manilow music. I think it's original. It says music Barry Manilow. Yeah. He wrote the music. He wrote new music. Yes, that's what I'm... It's like Waitress. All new music. Are yeah. you sure? I'm going to look it up. There's a New York Times article that says, presented by the National Yiddish Theater, the show is essentially a bio-musical, though not a jukebox, in which Manila Music and Sussman book and lyrics retrace the saga of the comedian harmonist, a sextet made up of Jews and Gentiles whose popularity. I don't think, I think it's original so music. So he wrote new music. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Isn't it This still... isn't a jukebox musical. That's what okay. I see. Well, then it's not my favorite kind. No. I still it's feel not. You're going to hate it. I'm going to hate it. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we basically talked already about what, what it's about, but um, Julie Banco being someone we should name that is in this musical, as well as Sarah Bogus. Bogus? Wow. How do you say her name? Bogus. Oh, yeah. Bogus. Uh, and 
who else do we know from this list? Eric Peters. Um, Chip Zine from the original cast of um, Into the Woods. He played um, the baker in the original there cast of Into the Woods and in Falsetto. Is he, he playing was, um, Barry Manilow? I don't know who he's playing, but there is a, this um, New York Post article about the musical that says the melody from Copacabana isn't found here. This isn't a jukebox musical, but the tunefulness the singer is known for abounds. It's some of the better quality stage scores of the theater season. They make it very clear that it is not a jukebox musical. No. They're like, it's not going to be one. Yeah. Well, time will tell. And I believe Jared is Spector is in it as well. Oh, we found that out last week, right? Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very exciting. Uh, I'm exciting. excited just to see, because Sierra Bogus is, chooses interesting projects, because she's so talented, but she always chooses shows that are, like, not super successful, except, like, Phantom of the Opera, which is a show that's been on forever, and then, like, <laughs> Little Mermaid, I guess? I don't know, but, like, I don't I, know. I, I mean, just, Julie Banco, to me, is the... is to me, what is most surprising. Because you know she had to have been offered the role to be starring in the mm -hmm. touring production. You know she was offered that. Yes, but I bet bet she was like, well, this is an original musical. Like, I'm originating a new show on Broadway. No, that's what I'm saying, though. I guess, yeah. I mean, but she clearly thought it was going to be successful enough where she said yes to it. Yeah, it also just kind of sounds like the whitest musical on Broadway right now. Honestly, so. but more than Neil Diamond? I mean, diamonds aren't always white. But I will say, oh, Warren say. Warren Carlyle um, has is a Tony Award winner for Best Choreography, and mm-hmm. he's directing this yeah this play. So this yeah. musical, I should say. Sorry, I think bad. it did well in its off Broadway run, so I'm excited. Sarah Bogus in a very interesting blonde wig. Um, so we'll see if that continues on to Broadway. So weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, our next show, speaking of weird and fun, uh, Spam a Lot is coming back to Broadway. The comedy, the best musical winner of that year when it first premiered. Um, premiering at the St. James Theater, a theater we all love. Um, Where it was before. I was wondering. That's what I was wondering. That's so funny. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Um, opening its first preview October 31st, Halloween night. Such a great, so great. It's it's like, it was like meant to be. Whoa, Rachel is this. She's so excited for Spamalot. Um, opening on November 16th. This cast is insane. Christopher Fitzgerald, James Monroe Iglehart, Leslie Rodriguez Kreitzer, Ethan Slater, Jimmy Smagula, <laughs> we said this, uh, Michael Yuri and Nick Walker, um, directed by Josh Rhodes, of course, the musical ripped off the classic film, uh, lovingly ripped off from the classic film Monty Python and the Holy Grail, which I'm gonna drop another bomb for you, Rachel. I also have never seen. <laughs> I can't believe it. Yeah. I think I've said maybe before that I've seen like clips of it. And I don't know if Monty Python is like my sense of humor. I don't know if I would enjoy it, but the musical looks great. Cause I've seen clips of the musical and I've listened very to some funny. of the soundtrack. So but I would say both are very funny. Yeah. In case you were wondering. 
This is, of course, a production that came from the Kennedy Center, and um, which we love here on the show. So very excited for this revival. Of course, this is going to go up against like Merrily We Roll Along and The Wiz and all the revivals that will The come. Wiz. The Wiz. That's right. It's true. I love, I honestly, sometimes I love just to see what revivals are going to come sometimes more than the new musicals. <laughs> Because I'm like, I don't know. It's just, inter- it's, I'm always fascinated. Like, when do the, what revivals feel like, okay, this is the right time for this revival? Like, like why spam a lot? I wonder. Like, I don't know. Because we all want to inter- be entertained. True. That's it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to say more, but I, no, I don't No, say want more. To. I want to I don't it. know what I was going to say. Okay. I got you. I think we are all tired. Of jukebox musicals, <laughs> we're all tired. Yeah. Of things of being tired. I mean, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying right. I think we're tired of things feeling forced, and when something's good, bring it back. True. True. It's the also uh, it's the reason that Disney is doing live action, right? Yeah. Because we're rebuilding an. Although a lot of people are tired of those. Brand. Yeah. True, but you know what I mean. It's the it yeah. was the initial understanding of why little mermaid made like a third of what beauty and the beast did <laughs> crazy <laughs> so crazy um a better movie but that's fine whoa i don't know that's a beauty and the beast is better than little mermaid i don't know i'd have to think about it i just I watched the they're new, both the new beauty little and the mermaid. Beast. oh okay the little mermaid is better i don't know Can I <laughs> say like mulan is worse than all of them because it doesn't have songs. Haven't seen it. No. Yeah. Because yeah. it's just not musical. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, man. What's our next show, Rachel? Our next show is a new musical mm. that is transferring to Broadway, um, How to Dance in Ohio. And it is opening, or no, it's previewing at the Bolasco Theater on November 15th and will open on December 10th and features. Uh, Writers Jacob Yaranda, Yaranda, is that right? And Rebecca Greer. Yandura. 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 Good, because yeah. I can read. Rebecca Greer, <laughs> Melok, Mel, Melok, Melok. Melo- Melosic? Melosic? Guys, hello? Yeah, we can't read. Sammy yeah, Campbell. Rebecca, reach is out directing. to us. Have your, people, have your people reach out to us. So sorry. Tell me how to yeah. pronounce your True. name. Uh, we'll never be a newscast person because I cannot pronounce names. No. And we can't but read I can teleprompters. I, yeah, I also can't read a teleprompter. But I can. What I can tell you is that everyone's making their Broadway debut in this show. And that's so exciting. freaking exciting. Yeah. Uh, this is what I think I've said this before, but this is like the, to me, the Kimberly Akimbo of this yeah. season. Yes. Um, small, intimate show. It's based on the HBO documentary about a group of autistic young adults um, who like want to do uh, like want to put on a dance, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now, are there the did we talk about this? But are the perform? I know are the performers in the show on the spectrum? I think they are. Is that correct? I think that they're all neurodiverse. I don't know if yeah. they're all, you know. Um, on on the autism spectrum, but I they are all neurodiverse. Yes. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. which is super and cool. And it's their spring formal dance that they're trying yeah. to organize. Love that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Such a it feels very heartfelt. Feels very like Coda almost. Did you see Coda? Yes, of course. Yeah, it feels like that. Yeah. Did I see Coda? Coda so good. I don't you're know. the one who hasn't seen the movies. <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Um, okay, our last two shows that are opening this fall on the Broadway. Um, oh, first the we have Broadway. Appropriate, which not Second Rebecca stage. Booker not being appropriate. Lauren. 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 I can't remember her name. I thought it was Rebecca. Lauren uh, Bobert. Lauren Bobert not being appropriate in the theater. It's true. Um, <laughs> this is also by Second Stage, by the way. Yeah. Second Stage yeah. Theater. Yes. Um, playing at the Hayes Theater. Opening uh, first preview on November 29th and opening on December 18th. This is um, a new play production directed by Lily new buyer who directed that movie causeway with um jennifer lawrence that came out last year or two years ago oh, i didn't know yeah. that yes um and this stars um natalie gold Alyssa, emily marvin sarah paulson which we've talked about and Corey stole um so that's exciting and then last but not least we have prayer for the french republic which is um, opening first preview on December 19th and then opening January 9th, which we know is technically doing our spring theater preview, but they're previewing in the fall um, in December. And this is um, Joshua, Joshua Harmon's Drama Desk Award winning play. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't about say a Jewish it's about. couple. Oh, yeah. about, it, it's in 1940, set in 1944. With a Jewish couple awaiting news of their missing family, and then follows mm. through for five generations of their that family in the history of time. Sounds and like Leopoldstadt. Exactly. Yeah. Similar, doesn't it? Um, but mm. it does follow throughout time, and it's uh, put on by the Manhattan Theater Club. So once again, NTC really doing a lot over yeah. here. I feel lots like. happening in Manhattan for real. Yeah. So that's our Broadway shows. I, I mean, listen, there always can be a, a sign in Cindy Bierstein's window coming out of nowhere and start previews in a month. What's but, your favorite for the fall? Like, what do you think is the, the if we had like a high school sweetheart, who would it be of the fall theater preview? Who would we ask the fall formal? I think the, the jock is... Okay. Gutenberg and I think the sweetheart the is merely we merely we roll along. Like okay. Gutenberg is like the obvious star, like the quarterback. Uh, is what I'm saying. The star. Yes. Like they're the big mm-hmm. hit of the season, I feel feel like. And the the one that everyone's gonna want to go to. And then merrily we roll along is like the sweetheart. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Well, and then of course how to dance in Ohio could come through as like I the was wallflower. Gonna say, I think yeah. that's yes, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah. But spam a lot. True. So. Could knock knock the socks off of I think it everyone. will. Yeah. I think people and are gonna even later. Because we still haven't seen the casting for um Lancelot, right? I don't think so. Hold on. So which we're rating Christian Borrell, where are you? And then I think like my favorite part about doing all of this is that like right after we hang up, there will be a casting announcement about how cabaret there, you know, whatever is going to, something's yeah, going to happen. Shell. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? Who is your like, 
winner of the season or like, I don't know. I think the winner of the season for sure is, for sure is, uh, is Merrily We Roll Along. Mm -hmm. To me, she's the homecoming queen. Like we already know she's winning. See, you think Gutenberg's the jock. I'm like, she's the homecoming queen. We have, it's like everyone knows she's a star already. Well, that's the thing is that like, I feel like if the Tonys were like Gutenberg, best musical, Merrily We Roll Along, revival i mean that's fine i mean that's i think if those two shows make it to the tonys and win all of it like that that would i wouldn't be upset that's okay but, i guess that's fair but that I leaves mean, out all these new things that are coming true true it does and as we as i predicted last week days of one and roses is gonna win best musical so yeah so and they're not even previewing until the spring <laughs> until our spring theater preview um let me go around and say if you are in my area in the virginia hampton roads area the little theater of virginia beach uh, playing from september 15th so it's playing right now through october 8th they are doing the play that goes wrong which is very fun fun. i know and then opening november 17th through december 10th they are doing a gentleman's guide to love and murder which is very cool. And then the Little Theater of Norfolk, Virginia, um, from October 20th through November 5th, they are doing the play Radium Girls. What Um, is that about? That sounds It is. I will read you the synopsis. The play highlights Grace, Irene, and Catherine who paint dials in the U.S. radium plant and are instructed to finely point their brushes by molding their bristles with their mouths while painting. The factory's new owner, Arthur Reeder, is excited by radium's promising future and believes that the company's potential for growth. Reader's mindset is supported by Marie Curie, the internationally famous scientist who believes radium provides many health benefits and could even cure cancer. This is a very long synopsis. Um, But basically it's about radium. (laughs) Is it about radium? Hence the Mm -hmm. title. That's the plant tries to keep crazy. the girls who are getting sicker from talking to the press, pushback from the courts. I mean, any deflective, any negativity toward the company, blah, blah, blah. Chaos ensues. Wow. Chaos. Just yeah. complete chaos. Radium ensues. So this is playing, like I said, October 20th through November 5th. So very exciting that's amazing i love it virginia stage company is going to be showing a production of fiddler on the roof um playing from october 4th through october 29th and we want to shout out our friend Allie, who's playing in that production playing zydel we uh love her and we're so excited for that um i'm hopefully gonna catch that and then the hurrah players are doing a production of joseph and the amazing technicolor dream coat and that's playing from october 13th through the 15th i love it mm-hmm. i love that show amazing so much and then i tried to look up but there's not that much playing at the kennedy i always like to shout out the kennedy center I was there's not say, that much yeah. playing this fall right now there's moulin rouge which i believe by the time this comes out, it's either ending that week or it's already closed. Um, the tour of Moulin Rouge. And then they're doing their annually like sheer madness production, yes. which is like a local theater thing. But there's yeah. not that much touring stuff happening there. Mm. So and then I will, like I said at the beginning, I will link um the Broadway touring 
um, list so you guys can see what touring shows are coming to your city as well or near you. That's amazing. There's yeah. lots happening, it feels like. Lots happening. Rachel, what about you? What's playing in your area? Yeah, there's quite a few things that are playing. Um, and this will segue me into potentially what I'm going to be for my character this week at some point. Mm. Uh, but Circle Players Theater in Nashville, Tennessee is doing You're in Town from October 13th mm. to the 29th. Yes, so which I, I just have... saw with my company yeah, as well. Exactly. So I don't have a date to that yet. So if anyone needs to go to that, please yeah. let me know. I will be happy to attend with you. Um, and then Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is playing at the Nashville Children's Theater, which is awesome. Love that. Uh, AOO Productions is playing Anastasia from November 30th mm. through December 10th. Crazy. Love this. Uh, Roxy Regional Theater Company is playing the Rocky Horror Picture Show from October 12th through the 28th. Uh, Street Theater Company is playing Ride the Cyclone October 13th through the 28th. Mm. And uh, National Repertory Theater is doing A Christmas Carol December 1st through the 17th. And they most recently finished a run of 9 to 5. I love this. Which Which Rachel saw. And it was, what would you give it? Between a 9 and a (laughs) 5. A 7. Or an 8. I love that. Love that. I will also shout out that on November 5th, there's going to be, and I quote, an intimate evening with David Foster and Catherine McPhee. Yes. If you're also, this is here, also going to be at the Kennedy Center. Yeah. Here in Nashville, but I think it's not so till the go. spring. Are you going to go to that? I don't yet have tickets. If someone oh. messages me and says, I want to go with you, then yes. If I was there, I would totally go with you. I know. So, Catherine and her 80-year-old husband. <laughs> The way that it's called an intimate no. meeting makes me feel I know. uncomfortable. Just don't send what's her name Warren there. That's Robert. all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're always going to reference her. Um, basically, all of this to say is that go check out a show in your area. Go look up things that are playing locally. And then go see, you know, if you have the means, travel to New York like Rachel and go see a Broadway show. <laughs> go and walk go meet... your parents yeah. into going. Yeah. Do that and then also like meet Rachel in the Gutenberg lobby and have her sign like tattoo. If, your if I run arm. into a theater nerds fan while I'm out and about, I will I will actually nerd out so much. Please yeah. let me know. I'll, we will absolutely shout you out I'll on the show. You. A thousand percent. Yeah. I'll do a little yeah. sound bite. It's all true. the things. True. She'll record it right there on your phone. Absolutely, right here. Rachel will do um, voicemail recordings for you. Like she'll be like, "Hi, this is Rachel from Theater Nerds. You've reached so and so's voicemail." Remember when we used to do that? Yeah. Remember when we were like, "This is what we're gonna do. A famous mm-hmm. person's gonna record my voicemail." Yes, I know. You know what I hated in middle school is when people would do those like, "Hello, hey, what's up?" Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, my it's the freaking now. worst. Gotcha. It's the worst. Leave a message after the yeah. beep and I'll get back to you or I won't. I think like a year ago I called someone and they still had that and I was like, are we in 2006 right now? Like, what That's is happening? Amazing. Yeah. So good. Oh my gosh. Well, Rachel, thank you for talking oh, about this fall know. theater preview. Fall theater preview. I know. I love doing these episodes. They're so fun. I feel like fall theater is just like a nice little warm hug. Yes. Yes. And everyone go out there and get your um, iced 
chai cream iced what is it called iced pumpkin cream chai i don't know what it's called but it's like the best it's like the best drink ever at starbucks and then come home and watch gilmore girls that's all i'm gonna say oh cute or theater nerds Mm -hmm. now i mean theater nerds the um theater camp now playing on oh right right yes have that be your fall movie all right rachel let's talk about our character of the week let's do it this mm-hmm. is the segment if you're new welcome Hi, all about I'm how <laughs> our life is no i can't i was gonna try to freestyle. Okay. just in case you were wondering i could never be lin-manuel miranda in case we were ever curious there's only that. one there's so only funny. one people try and imitate but there's only one um but all that to say this is the segment uh where taylor and i think about what are we feeling what have we been up to And then we scour the theater universe and pick a theater character who has similar thoughts, feelings, and vibes. That's right. We would also love to hear your opinions on this smash reading. Um, Come on. (laughs) Which sounds like like a smash, like it's a, I don't know, it's a smash industry reading with Carrie Butler. Also, we forgot to mention Alex Brightman, Krista Rodriguez. um, Speaking of Beetlejuice. Justin Cooley. I mean, crazy. Speaking of Beetlejuice. So all your thoughts on that. Of course, your thoughts on the fall theater preview and your characters of the week. So comment on our social media pages. Tell us who your character is this week. You may get a shout out on a future episode. And guys, that's for real. If you comment on our social media, we will shout it out because we are 84 episodes in. 85 episodes in, excuse me. And if you comment on our social media, we will will shout you out so please do that shout it out yeah shout it out shout it out that's right from the rooftop uh rachel would you like to know my character this week taylor tell me who are you mm, well i'm breaking the rules as we like to do wah, and i am wah, wah. i'm not a character but i'm actually a song this week oh, because yes i'm a quiet little ditty actually it's kind of a loud song um i of course for listeners that are you know that don't know and are just tuning in i now have a child in my life because my wife and i adopted a little baby and we've been taking him to lots of doctor's appointments lots of checkups lots of you know rubbing and shots and all the things that he absolutely hates and um because of that i this week and the wonderful song, the opener of Act Two for Catch Me If You Can. And that's right, I'm Doctor's Orders from Catch Me If You Can. I didn't know where it was going. I love this so much. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Amazing, Taylor. Doctor's Orders. Doctor's Orders. Gotta listen wow. to them. Yeah. That's, you do have to listen to them. <laughs> Um, which is hard because my wife's going to be a doctor. So she's like, do I really have to listen to these people? And you're like, yes, you do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rachel, who is your character this week? Well, this week I'm coming off of last weekend. I uh, had a work event and this week I just feel like I've been working really hard and, and we're in the midst of event season and things are just crazy. And ooh, I ooh, myself ooh. am crazy. And, um, I also saw this musical, so this helps, but from the musical nine to five, where this person works nine to five, but I swear she probably works more considering all Mm. that she does. And that is Violet Newstead. And that is me this week. Mm. Getting ish done. 
getting ish done. That's right. Is that the Allison Janney character? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I love that. My wife and I have been watching The West Wing, so lots uh, of Allison Janney in our life favorite. right now. Yeah, we yeah. Love it. Love it. When the, when will there be a West Wing musical? It feels like a lot of ground yeah. to cover. I'm not gonna lie. That's true. That's true. It's like my Grey's Anatomy idea. It'll yeah, happen like, one day. Yeah, I do got to say, tough to find a doctor musical. <laughs> I searched high and low for, and Was I've already like been waitress? a doctor. Yes, yeah. I've already, yeah, waitress, but a new brain. And then, oh, yeah. yeah, and then like next to normal, but I was like, that's a stretch. Or the falsetto, so. the doctor from yes, the falsetto. Yeah, falsettos. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, well, if you guys would like to join in on our discussion this week, check us out at theaternerdpod.com, or you can also find us on Instagram and threads at theaternerdpod and on Facebook at theaternerdpodcast. Thank you all for joining us, and we'll see you next week.